Hiranyakashipu was the king of the demons. He wanted to avenge the death of his brother Hiranyaksha, who was killed by Varaha, the avatar of Lord Vishnu. He performed tapasya to please Lord Brahma to obtain a boon. On being pleased by Hiranyakashipu, Brahma asked Hiranyakashipu what he desired. Hiranyakashipu asked a boon by which he could not be killed by human or animal from inside or outside by day or by night and that no weapon could harm him on feeling secure that he had turned immortal hiranyakashipu king of the demons conquered the demigods and seated himself on the throne of the heavens and ruled the three worlds hiranyakashipu declared himself to be the god of the whole universe and proclaimed that there was no other god but himself and strictly enjoined that Lord Vishnu should have no worship offered to him anywhere, and that all the worship should henceforth be given to him only. Hiranyakashipu had a son named Prahalad. It so happened that Prahalad, from his infancy, was devoted to God. Prahalad had two teachers called Sanda and Amarka, who were very stern disciplinarians with strict injunctions that Prahalad was never to hear even the name of Vishnu. The teachers took the prince to their home, and there he was put to study with the other children of his age. But the little Prahalad, instead of learning from his books, devoted all the time in teaching the other boys how to worship Vishnu. When the teachers found it out, they were frightened that the mighty king Hiranyakashipu would punish them severely, and they tried their best to dissuade the child from such teachings. But Prahalad could not stop his teaching and worshipping Vishnu. To clear themselves, the teachers told a terrible fact to the king, that his son was not only worshipping Vishnu himself, but also spoiling all the other children by teaching them to worship Vishnu. Hiranyakashipu became very much enraged when he heard this and called the boy to his presence. He tried by gentle persuasions to dissuade Prahlad from the worship of Vishnu and taught him that he, the king, was the only god to worship. But it was of no purpose. The child declared again and again that Lord Vishnu was the lord of the universe and was the only being to be worshipped. The rage of the king knew no bounds and he ordered the boy to be immediately killed. So the demons struck him with pointed weapons but Prahlad's mind was so intent upon Vishnu that he felt no pain from them. When his father saw that it was so, he became frightened, but roused to the worst passions of a demon, he tried to find new means to kill the boy. He ordered him to be trampled underfoot by an elephant to be thrown over a precipice, but by the mercy of the Lord, he came down upon the earth as gently as a flower drops upon the grass. Poison, fire, starvation, throwing into a well, enchantments and other measures were then tried on the child one after another, but to no purpose. Nothing could hurt him in whose heart dwelt Vishnu. When the king Hiranyakashipu found to his horror that all mortal means of getting rid of the boy were futile, the king had the boy again brought before him and tried to persuade him once more to listen to his advice through gentle means. 
but Prahalad made the same reply. Thinking, however, that these childish whims of the boy would be rectified with age and further training, he put him again under the charge of the teachers, Sanda and Amarka, asking them to teach him the duties of the king. But those teachings did not appeal to Prahalad, and he spent his time in instructing his schoolmates in the path of devotion to Lord Vishnu. When his father came to hear about it, he again became furious with rage and called the boy to him, threatened to kill him and abused Vishnu in the worst language. But Prahalad still insisted that Vishnu was the lord of the universe. The king roared with anger and said, Hey, you tiny devotee of Vishnu, you say that the lord is omnipresent everywhere. Ha! Is he even in this pillar right now? Prahalad humbly submitted that he did. In anger, the king raged and said, If so, I shall break this wall and will kill him with my sword. Thus saying, the king rushed at him with sword in hand and dealt a terrible blow at the pillar. Instantly, thundering voice was heard. And lo and behold, there issued forth from the pillar Vishnu in his magnificent Narsimha form. Half lion, half man. Panic-stricken, the demons ran away in all directions. But Hiranyakashipu fought with him long and desperately, driven by the thought that he was immortal and could not be killed by anyone. He fought the Lord to kill him, till he was finally overpowered. Lord Narasimha took Hiranyakashipu and sat on the door and said, See Hiranyakashipu, I am nor inside the house, nor outside, I am mid of the house. It is nor day, nor night, it is evening. You are nor on the ground, or in air, you are on my lap. You are not being killed by a weapon, but by my nails. Saying so, Lord Narasimha tore the belly of Hiranyakashipu and killed him. Then the gods descended from heaven and offered hymns to Vishnu, and Prahalad also fell at his feet and recited exquisite hymns of praise and devotion. And he heard the voice of God saying, Ask, Prahalad, ask for anything you desire. You are my favorite child, therefore ask for anything you wish. Prahalad was choked with feelings, and he replied, Lord, I have seen you. What else can I want? Do not tempt me with earthly or heavenly boons. Narsimha said again, Yet ask something, my son. And then Prahlad replied, That intense love, O Lord, which the ignorant bear to worldly things. May I have the same love for you. May I have the same intensity of love for you. Then the Lord said, Prahlad, though my best devotees never deserve for anything, here or hereafter, here by my command, I bless you that you shall be able to perform works of religious merit with your heart fixed on me. And thus, in time, 
after the dissolution of the body, you shall attain me. Thus, blessing Prahlad, Lord Vishnu disappeared. Then the gods headed by Brahma installed Prahlad on the throne of the demons and returned to their respective abodes.